It's the most wonderful time of the year, Christmas. And what better way to get into the holiday spirit than with a Minky Couture blanket? Whether you're gathered around the tree with loved ones, roasting marshmallows by the fire, or just looking for a cozy way to stay warm on a chilly night, Minky blankets are the perfect addition to your Christmas festivities. With a wide range of festive designs and colors, you can find the perfect blanket to match your holiday decor or gift to your loved ones. So this Christmas, make your holiday even cozier with a Minky Couture blanket. Head to MinkyCouture.com now and find your perfect blanket, just in time for the holiday. Happy Holidays from Minky Couture. How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? CuriosityStream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, give the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift. This is an official download from thecustardtv.com. Custard TV podcast time. I'm Luke, editor and runner of the website, thecustardtv.com, which, while we're doing this podcast, you can read stuff on the website if you want to. Um, to join me on this podcast, and we're... Already quite sad, we're counting down the days till he leaves us. Gary in the London area. I'm not dying. They, they, you know, I am, I'm still going to be alive after I'm off the You'll podcast. be dead to us. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, not, not to me and that. You're gone. <laughs> and I do have actually up in my flat a Gary countdown clock to know exactly when, when you're leaving, you know, with the big red. Is it like, the Brexit, is it like the Brexit clock on Sky News? No, I haven't seen that. Oh, Maybe. they've got they've already got a countdown to Brexit. It's so, so sad. Have we got a Brexit strategy? Matt hasn't watched the news since I last don't May. Watch the news. Well, you no. must have heard of Brexit. Though. I've heard of Brexit. I was I just going to say. I mean, uh, we're on uh, Twitter. The podcast now is on Twitter. Yes, at Custard TV Pod. Custard TV Podcast on Facebook as well. And we are, I know we announced this several weeks ago, Luke announced this, but we are now officially on the TuneIn app. On, on Turns TV. out you have to actually do something to do I it. I thought so we were on Spotify. Not yeah, TuneIn, we are on Spotify, we are on TuneIn, and we're on Stitcher, and we're on iTunes. So what's your excuse? Has any of us watched the uh, John Lewis adverts this year? Oh, yeah. Oh, completely unmoved by it. Hey, I I remember, have you watched the Twitter adverts? No. no, I haven't seen that. That is amazing. I hadn't heard of this guy before, but it's this American guy. Who oh, I have, because I accidentally at- added him in, in something once. The at John once. Lewis. This American guy who's oh. at John Lewis, and every time someone ats John Lewis, he actually replies to them with the actual... I know, I got I got a reply from him years ago. And- He's years in ago. an advert for Twitter, just saying, like, you know, 200 to whatever million miles away from the UK, he's... John Lewis in Wisconsin or whatever, and you've got him by like his computer. People atting him saying, "Is this new mini skirt available in Glasgow?" And he's got a little like <laughs> whiteboard, and he says, "Yes, but where's my invite?" And there's there's like in the bleak midwinter playing, and then it turns out like it's his daughter playing the guitar or something like that. And oh, it's just oh, very it's good. just it's like it's Be- like the Twitter use- Christmas advert. And obviously, there's the big Iceland controversy as well with their yeah, weird I've not, I've not seen the advert for that. I'm assuming it's not quite as bad as everyone made out to be. Otherwise, oh, it's, it's about palm oil, and um, 
the the reason that the advertising commission, whoever it is, haven't let it on is it's because it was originally an advert on the Greenpeace website. And um, apparently Greenpeace, um, you know, because it's a political statement that they're oh, making. Okay. They're not allowed sort of wholly political statements in adverts. That's why it's been banned. I've just realised, I've just realised, this is a great intro for the podcast, all this talk of uh, Christmas You're ads. not recording. But, no, but if people have got ad blocker, they won't have heard any of it. Why? Because it blocks all the ads. Being amusing. Oh, oh it's, uh, he's being funny. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it'd be really good if it was visual because you could like raise a hand and let us know you're being funny. Luke. Hey, everybody, here's our staff. Gary. I've never heard of him before today. And Matt. He's a professional. The telly obsessed trio. Enjoy your show, boy. This is the Custard TV podcast. Oh, let's do a podcast then. On the show today, Matt and Gary and I will be discussing uh, Louis Theroux's Altered States, uh, Choosing You two will be, I haven't seen it. Oh, have you not seen it? Oh, what a shame. Okay. A new Channel 5 drama. In my knowledge, I don't think we've ever discussed a drama on Channel 5. Yes, we have. Yeah. Have we? True. Um, Sorry, I take that back. And I think I discussed... Apologise to Faye Ripley. Sorry, Faye. Also, the interrogation of Tony Martin, and I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. But before we do all that, Gary is about to head west. For fans of The Good Place who can't afford a Netflix subscription, it's going to be shown on E4. Now, it's going to start on the 13th of December at 9 o'clock, and that's a Thursday's part <laughs> or of December. Their... December, that's what I said. Uh, as part of their kind of like big Thursday comedy where they currently show the things like the Big Bang Theory and Young Sheldon and New Girl. This is kind of, they're going back to the beginning, so I'm not going to spoil it, but if you've never seen The Good Place and you've not heard our podcast reviews in the past, we suggest you watch it and you stick with it, and yeah. that's all we can say. Yes. Um, <laughs> another show that we have picked up is also going to get a terrestrial showing. Uh, BBC4 have signed up to show The Sinner. I think we discussed that news before. But there's now it's now being shown on the 1st of December on BBC4 in their Saturday night Nordic Noir slot. Well, it's more of a foreign drama slot. It's more but... of a foreign drama, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. but I mean, it's, uh, this is definitely uh, fits in that remit, I think. There we are. A bit of news. The only review we've got this week is a new show on HBO that's showing over here on Sky Atlantic. It started this week. Uh, it's called My Brilliant Friend. Luke, could you take us through it? I know you're more of a fan of this than either Matt or I yeah. am. Yeah, I surprised myself. I, 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 HBO sent me... There's eight in total HBO have sent me, and I have watched five as of today recording. It is a um, period piece based on four novels set in Naples. It's a subtitle drama that even if you're in Rome watching it, you'd have to use subtitles because the dialect is so bespoke to the area that it's not a very well-known... Uh, dialect. It opens up with an older lady getting a phone call from uh, a friend's son saying that his mum's gone missing or her clothes have gone and um, she sort of pretends that she's not really interested uh, and then she decides to tell us, the audience, who this woman is and decides to write her story of their friendship together, which started at the age of six. They sort of live in the sort of war-torn suburbs of Naples and it goes uh, up to their 16 and 25 and think seven up but with two young girls and in Naples and um, the first episode is centered around the lives of Lenu and Leela who are two very very bright girls 
Lenu being the sort of she's sort of more well to do in the society, but not a great deal. And Leela is sort of this sort of street urchin whose father makes shoes, whose family is quite poor, um, and um, she is just just very very mischievous, but very very clever and eloquent. And nobody really knows where she gets all her knowledge from. She just sort of seems to know everything, even before. Lenny, who considers herself to be quite smart, knows it all. It's already in her. She just exudes it. And even though they're complete opposites, they kind of have an attraction to one another in as much as they're fascinated by one another. And it's just their their um, their lives, really, told through this quite somewhat bizarre but very believable relationship and friendship that they develop. Sky Atlantic is showing two... So it's Sunday and Monday, Sunday and Monday, Sunday and Monday, and that's what HBO were doing as well. I didn't think I was going to like it, and I sort of fell under its spell. I found the world very interesting, very authentic, um, somewhat like Deadwood, but with young girls. I thought it was really good. It's brutally violent as it goes on. I, I found it really fascinating, and I'd be interested in your thoughts. The first episode for me had definitely a, a touch of like the goodwill hunting about it, or certainly the opening part, you know, sort of like this sort of child prodigy that, that uh, as you say, mysteriously knew how to write and, and read quite complex Italian. Um, whereas, you know, most of the other, well, they sort of showed this scene, didn't they, where all the other girls were sort of write, writing lines, literally a line in a page, like for music, and she was doing fully formed words. Mm. Um, she just, she just sort of exudes this sort of intelligence and it's sort and of beyond I, her years and beyond her classmates years. I think, I think it is a sweet family drama. And I think, as you say, the relationship between those two is certainly what I think will bring people back to it. It's I, not it a did, sweet family. I did, can see why you'd get that from what Well, that's what seen, I'm saying at the beginning. Not, and I've not watched anything more than episode one. So yeah. I, I don't think it's for me. I, I didn't really, I mean, I struggled a little bit with the pace and the, 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 the subtitles a bit. I think, I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't expecting them. I mean, I did give it my full attention. I wasn't knitting or doing anything else in between. I don't know. It didn't, didn't quite grip me in the same way that it obviously has done with you. I'm with Gary on this. I think maybe you've enjoyed it because you've watched some together. But in terms of um, watching just the one episode, I didn't find myself really getting into the world like you did. I found it quite dull in some places, if I'm honest. I thought the girls were good, the young performers, and I thought the sort of the, the cinematography and everything, the design of it, but it just left me a bit cold. Okie doke. Well, it's a great show, and it's on <laughs> sun, Sunday and Monday. Is that it? Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's that. you know, if you, you know, that, that's why we. I have did though worry about Gary going to church. After that scene in the church. Oh, yeah. Mm. No, but the, my church is nothing yeah. like that. I didn't know. think it was a sweet family drama either. The mafia. No, I, I suppose and... my wording is wrong. I suppose I can see the... I mean, the word sweet is more about their relationship. Mm. The family part is because there's involvement from the families, I suppose. The, the family. The actual... <laughs> Yeah. The, the uh, soprano yeah, family. The, um, but, yeah, I, I, my review would be needs more mafia. <laughs> oh, it, it gets more. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I find that this is like, oh, you have to watch the next one. You know, this isn't like an episodic drama. This is part of a whole story, and yeah. mm-hmm. you're just like focusing That's on. That's because it's based thing. on a novel. Yeah, I, I know, I know, and it's a novelization, so it doesn't feel like a TV series. And I'm, I'm and, finding this more and more now that it's just like 
people expected to watch all eight by just mm. watching the first one. And I didn't feel it gave me enough reason. Uh, and I just... didn't really like the idea that she's writing a novel and that was how you saw mm. the background. It didn't Expos- quite appeal quite to me. Expositional in, in points, yeah. And then quite dull in other places. And yeah, it just didn't really work for me. I don't know if I'd have watched it all in sort of one sitting and you could tell it was sort of... A no- yeah, no, it just it didn't work for me at all. I just found it very dull. It's my brilliant friend. If you want to watch it, it's, it's in Italian. It's subtitled and it's on Sky Atlantic Sunday and Monday at nine. That's the end of Gary Goes West. So now I'm going to hand back to Luke, who's then going to hand over to Matt. There you go. So you've, you've just handed to me, just. Yep. It's and then I hand, to, I hand to Matt. Yep. And I say, with the reviews, it's Matt. Oh, you've and just Matt, fumbled it. Well, you didn't Matt hand says, it to me. Oh, Matt sorry. Says, oh, hold on. Try again. Try again. Sorry. With the reviews, you ready? Yep. It's Matt. Hello! Yay! Oh. <laughs> Sorry, it's good throwing. Good throwing. Good throwing. I was bad first go at the old throw. Yeah, it was never my strong point either. Shall we start <laughs> with blood? Yes. Can I ask you, wait, did you watch it on the previews, Matt? And did you watch it on Channel 5, Gary? Yes. How did the episode you watched on the previews finish? It ends with the policeman making a phone call. That's I thought, right. I thought, it, yeah, it ends with the policeman just after they can, okay. they sit round the table yeah, and yeah. yeah. the dad. Okay, because I couldn't, because the one I saw was a smushed up version of one and two, which which is what Channel Five showed. Or oh, was that a smushed up one of one and two? Yeah, one and two. That's why well, it was I an that hour was and the fifteen first minutes. Episode. That's well, it, what I was it, going to complain is, about well, being an hour and 15 minutes. Well, it is. It's the first episode for Channel 5, but this has already been shown in Ireland. Mm. And because Channel 5 wanted to strip it over a week, they didn't have six days. They but wanted This to was show the first episode um, on in Channel Ireland. 5. No, this was, funny this was the first oh. two in Ireland. To clarify, this was episode sorry. one that people and saw two. on Channel 5. Yes. But on Channel 5, yes, this sorry, was the yes. first episode. You're confusing things. We don't live in Ireland. Blood is um, a, new five part, a new five-part drama um, yeah. stripped over five nights on Channel 5, all the fives. Um, oh, it stars Carolina Maine, who you may remember from Unforgotten. She was yeah. one of the uh, other police officers. Um, she plays Kat Hogan. She lives in Dublin and comes back to her... Um, hometown, small hometown. I think she's been told her mother's dying and then her mother's dead when she gets there. It's basically, the first episode or the series, I'm guessing, is all about sort of deep-seated feelings about her relationship with her father, Jim, played by Adrian Dunbar. Suspicions that he might have had more, a hand in his mother's death. I mean, his, the, her mother had like a terminal illness. It's revealed in the first episode that he's been having a long-term affair. That the and also, the she didn't die of her illness. She died Didn't you let me finish? The, sorry. Let him, let him do it. So, yeah. So, she didn't die of her illness. She died of a fall, as she said. Is that right? Yep. I don't, I don't know. Um, oh, by the pond. And there was blood <laughs> on one of the... Um, the, the frog statues. Just sort of a brief overview, which I was trying to do, is that there's sort of these deep-seated tensions. Something happened between Jim and Kat when she was younger. There's an insinuation that he's killed before the, the father of a ex-boyfriend or, or old family friend, friend whose who's father's... Um, allegedly killed himself but there's the insinuation that jim might have had something more to do he with that the pub the father is that what i picked up oh, I, don't pub? I don't know because he said something about oh it hasn't changed much since my dad ran it or something 
It's sort of a family drama with sort of a murder mystery tagged on. She's got two siblings. The daughter is quite protective of the dad. The son is sort of a bit of a layabout. We find out that he's gay um, at the mum's wake as well. What are your thoughts on this, Gary? I really liked this. I had to pinch myself to realise I was watching Channel 5 because this had the feel of a BBC One drama. I think everybody sort of is, is realistic. You know, this is a family tension that you can quite believe. You know, when one person has been sort of left out of the family dynamic, comes but and tries to sort of fit back in again at a difficult time. Adrian Dunbar is fantastic, very yeah. menacing, very good at sort of playing that kind of that role. I mean, you know, it, it, it's, it's a million miles away from his line of duty performance, but mm. still very believable. I, I really want to look forward to it. And I, I'm really interested in seeing where it goes. I'm really, really invested in that first episode. It flew by for me. I know it's a bit longer than an hour, but it didn't seem it when you were watching it. Yeah, mm. great. I mean, no, it, first Channel 5 drama I can say I've liked. Well, you're not alone. A lot of people no. have been saying it, and quite rightly so. I think Adrian Dunbar is perfectly cast because he has a dark side to him that he appears to only let himself show to Cat. You know, there's a moment where he says, we're not going to have any trouble, you and I, are we? Yeah, he takes her out into the middle of the woods, doesn't there's, he? Yeah. There's a hint of some previous between them, isn't there? Mm, like, you know, Yeah, the flashbacks and things yeah. like that. Yeah. It's just really well done. It's written by Sophie Petzl. This is her first uh, thing she's ever written on her own. Really? Been... Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's written, wow. she's written for ensemble shows, you know, The Last Kingdom and... Um, Jekyll and Hyde, the ITV She's did. She's been in year. writers' rooms. As they yes, say. but, but this I'm surprised. This is her because on of her how own. good it is. I'm surprised that this is the first thing she's written. Well, you shouldn't be. But no, many I know, people I am. are just good writers. I am. Uh, but I've, I've, regardless of what channel it's on, I think it means more to us as reviewers that it's on five. But really, it's a really solid drama. But I just really appreciated the linearness to it. The fact that it wasn't oh, moving Gary. all over the place. There we go. You love your linear. I love, love being linear. Well, no, but I do because we've had so many dramas of late where we're going here, then we're going there, then we're here. Yeah, the first episode of The Cry, I suppose, always stands out. Every show we've reviewed of late has had dual timelines, mm. it would seem. They and did this... the flashbacks in a sort of a good way, didn't they? Sort of yeah. like hazy sort of memories and, and you see the young version of Cat at the window and you see you know, bits of her mum and things like that. So you've got, like, what you would normally have as a full flashback. You has a yeah. sort of, like, memories. Just, just, which well, I that's think how memories well. work, doesn't it? When we when we remember things. Well, just... I don't know. I go back in time and have the full conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Well, no, I just thought it was very, very solid. I, I've been following its progress from when it aired in Ireland and just seeing that it was really well received so quite rightly. It's a co-production between... that Five put a lot of money into it, so it is their show. I mean, I don't know how you feel. Again, we've had this discussion loads of times, and I know where Matt stands. But if you're Channel 5 and you've got a big, prestige, cool drama like this, why do you want to waste it over five nights in the middle of November? Why not launch it with a load of commercial... A load of because backing? you know you can't hang with the big boys if you put it up against on a Monday night or a Sunday night. That, that you need to maybe, do it maybe like you're right maybe you're right but I, I find that a little bit irritating but ITV have got the same thing on every night that's true that is so, true yeah. and if you're not going to watch I'm a Celebrity then this might be right for you and I, I think it's really well done I think the performances uh, elevate it to a whole new level as well I really enjoyed it 
it's interesting Luke, that you said about it being sort of two this is sort of two episodes sort of conglomerated mm. amalgamated into one because yeah. the first half of this i found a real slog and then i thought towards the end of it <laughs> i enjoyed it a lot more Matt's uh, got his negativity hat on today. Is, no, is, but is, is, I said I just said I enjoyed it on. a lot more the second half. Let me. Yeah. I don't know. I found it hard going, and I found it almost a little bit amateurish to start to start off with. Um, I, I think the, I think the performances were strong from Carolina Main and Adrian Dunbar throughout, but yeah. I don't know. I found it a bit sort of hard to understand why she immediately went oh he's done he's killed her it kicked in straight away and i'm just just a bit i suppose I, it's the scene around the pond is that kind of mm, turning point where she notices the frog and yeah. then he cleans but up the blood from the sort of the scene where he sort of you know drags her into the middle of nowhere and has that thing with her i think from then onwards i was more invested in it and i think it just sort of brightened up a little bit in that in mm. that second half when i say amateurish i almost mean like some of the shots and things like that felt a bit almost a bit cheap a bit sort of obvious the one thing that is strong is the writing i wasn't saying that about the writing um, no I, I i that's why i'm so surprised that this is someone who's doing their first thing because you know this is someone to look out for in the future i think i mean yeah i enjoyed it and i uh, you know if i hadn't been forced to watch other things i would have probably watched the second episode by now so there you go Yes, um, but yeah, I just luckily felt for you, it... you've already seen the second episode. Yeah, but I don't. Oh, know. Oh, Jesus. Um, but yeah, so I mean, do you want to come is... with me, Matt? You know, yeah, I, I, I think, think so. Is... We'll start a rival podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, Blood is on Channel Five at the moment. What's the five? Is it called Demand Five? My yeah, Five. Demand. My. My, my five, five, I think it's called. It was called Demand Five. I it think was it's called, called Demand Five. five. My, yeah. my Five. Catch up on My Five. The, the money they're going to save from Big Brother. Will be much better channeled into this than it would in, than it would what I think they're going to do with it. Well, all well, my thoughts are on the website. Gonna, what do you think they're going to do with it? Well, I, I think they'll find some other reality show. I think they'll invest. No, in, I hope they're uh, moving I, away I, no. from that. What do you think they're going to do with this money? Do you think they're going to embezzle it or something? No, I, no, I, no. I mean, it I think feels I don't... like Gary's got the inside track on what Ben Fro's going to do with all this money that you save from not having Big Brother anymore. I'm, I mean, I mean, so I wish it went on more like this than, than develop. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. In their own thing, rather than buying in second-rate reality shows, I could almost see them buying like a, a, a an American Big Brother or something, you know, or something. But I just hope they won't. I think they're trying to get away from that image now, um, Channel 5. I think they're looking towards more of these sort of, was it called Rich House, Poor House? That got them a lot of publicity well, they, last they, year. They, they're, they're trying to move away from 
I mean, there's a phrase that's used with Channel 5, which is poverty porn. They're trying to move away from yeah. that, I think. Or but that rich house, home. poor house is sort of that, but not really. But not they are. Really. It's not like so-and-so on benefits, you know, no. dogs on benefits I, and all I that. Couldn't tell you what, on benefits. I couldn't tell you what Channel 5 put on on a regular basis on their evenings, because I don't watch it. And, um, and it's weird, think, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, cruising with Jane McDonald as well won them their first BAFTA earlier this year, so I think they are trying to turn around the fate, the fate of it a little bit, Ben Fro. My, so. my mum loves anything with Jane McDonald in, and Channel 5 have got about six different programmes with her front in it, so I mean, you know. And I suppose we did watch the uh, Michael Palin thing recently as well. I do more with Michael Palin, I think they'll get more eyes on them They well. did actually, years, was it about Ten years ago, they did those two with Paul Merton that were really good. Well, not only the Paul Martin in India, they actually have also sort of half pinched Michael Portillo as well. He's been doing some stuff for them as opposed to his BBC Two performance. So maybe they're trying to sort of nick the BBC Two model, which wouldn't be a bad thing. Channel well, 5 It's weird, be... isn't it, that Channel Five has been going since 1997, and it's we haven't had any course at all no. to, outside to of look big, at outside of Big Brother. Well, and... the, the majority of be- the reasons that I used to watch Channel 5 was they were the first place that had house and mm. loft and yeah, prison, prison break. break. Yeah, they did yeah. a lot of, they bought a lot of you in sort of before you move back, Luke, it used to be the, oh, the go-to yeah. place for and then, US imports. And, and then, then Sky Bible. then bought Loft 24. I think, I know BBC had 24, but they, Sky believe... then bought them. Yeah, off five, of Channel they, five. they had Five USA, and I believe Five USA was the first place to try an air Breaking Bad on on UK. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, they good just point. Shed, yeah, they yeah. completely wrong. But they had. Everything. I mean, if you look at you know Walking Dead, Castle, The Shield, the list, The Shield. You know, yeah. they, all the CSIs they had on. You know, it was it was sort of the go-to place for all these American dramas. I think that's what they capitalised on. Was NCIS on Channel Five? Probably. As well, I think. Yeah. yeah, and then I think once they got Big Brother, that sort of took priority. So it'd be interesting to see what Channel Five do over the next year or so yeah so blood catch up on my five watch it i think we should then uh, journey over to australia for uh, i'm a celebrity get me out of here it's another year in the jungle um changes this time the major one being no ant uh, for the first time in 15 16 years how long have we been going with this now uh, 17, 17 years, 17 years. Yeah, go um, and um it's uh, holly willoughby with uh, with deck Ten new um, camp mates, including um, John Barrowman, Nick Knowles, Harry Redknapp, uh, and the governess Hegarty. Loads of people from soaps. Flurries from off of the X Factor. The the fella from the Vamps. I think that's it. Have I missed anyone? Emily sure Attack. You... But that's only because I like saying Attack as opposed to Attack. Eight so, or eight I, I, sorry. I'm I'm up to date. I know Gary's not seen last night. Is that I how watched in- bits of I watched the whole first one and sort of bits of Monday and Tuesday. Right. Okay. So I haven't watched the I haven't watched the full episode, but oh, I, and, I, I've got and, the poppy highlights. That- why haven't you watched just time or interest? Yeah, because or- you don't need to watch all of the episodes of I'm a Celeb, do you really? You get more out of it, I think, if you do, because you get all the in jokes from Ant and Ho- uh, from Deck and Holly. Yeah, in but case. all the bits, all the sort of, you know, I don't need to watch the entire Dingo Dollar Challenge. The camera bits, rather than the do- the Deck and Holly bits, I watch all of that. It's just the bits mm. with the in camp. I know how those Dingo Dollar Dingo Dollar things play out because I've seen them every year. You know. It's, yeah, and the it's... tasks they're interesting in the sense that they are roughly all the same. You know, there's nothing new in. We're you don't need to watch things. every night. You don't need yeah. to watch 
No. Can we talk about the two controversies? The one is a very small is, one. Is there two controversies? Well, the, the one controversy is very small is that they messed up ITV Hub. So there were so many requests for downloads for the first episode or to watch the first episode that it ended up messing up. And a lot of people have complained. That Actually, I, I, I would I would echo that because I, I wanted to sort of um, Chromecast it. And um, I couldn't log in to the ITV Hub because you have to log in right. um, to watch live. So, so I think I, I think to just watch it on the telly like a there, There's been a bit of a backlash. And the biggest sort of like, and I don't know whether this is a real thing because I haven't really felt it, is, is people sort of complaining about Holly and her... Awkward. People were going to complain about Holly because it's changed. I think everyone was going to complain about Holly. I think for me... It's a different. It was all, well. It was always going to be a different dynamic. Like, I mean, Ant and Deck always felt like mates down the pub, and you were sort of in on the joke. Holly feels like Deck's older sister, who's sort of half <laughs> chastising him, half sort of laughing at his jokes. It's the brother sister dynamic, I think, this year. And I don't know if that works for everyone. And I think the other thing that people have brought up, which is valid, is she is a lot more sort of egging them on during the tasks rather than just sort of sniggering in the background like Ant and Deck used to do. I think what's annoyed some people is her her squeamishness, but I don't think Ant and Deck are exactly tough boys. I think they've often kind of winced and, 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 and stuff mm. when there's been sort of, you know, the, a mass of creepy crawlies, but maybe because she's a female, I don't know, maybe there's a oh. bit more resentment. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I don't no, get it because I think she's I think she's perfectly pleasant. She's and I great. Think, she's, I think she's great. great. I think she's good at comedy. I think she hasn't you know. got that anarchic edge to her though. She's a very much a auto cue reader, you yeah. know, throwing to VT type thing. She doesn't seem to have much of a sort of sense of humour about her. Luke was talking about the running jokes, and it seems to be this year again something about Dex height. Um, I think after... what I think all it really demonstrates is just how blooming good he is. He's really good. Yeah. In, well, in, whatever, Donnelly, you know. in whatever situation <laughs> you put him in, I mean, he sh- you could tell, going back to earlier this year, he really struggled in those final Saturday night takeaways. They were really hard. But he, he's just really, really entertaining, really fun. And um, I think you're right. I think Holly is, is at her best when she's doing her job, whereas Deck likes yeah. to throw little curveballs in about I, back sack and crack and things like that. Like yeah, I, I suppose the problem is... is the problem that I can see that some people is, is Holly is now presenting this morning, which oh, is not at the moment. Well, not now. Not at the moment. No, no, no. But that's her main job. I mean, I, I suppose it's difficult to where to find out where to position her. You know, she, <laughs> is she playing the straight person? Oh, um, Dex? Is... Well, no. I mean, is she playing Dex straight man? I <laughs> think she's playing Dex's older sister. I just said. Yeah, I think no, that's, that's what I'm saying. I, I think. I think. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I, I agree with the, you. She like is Kat the straight TV woman. You are right. You know, and Norma and Dex can switch between. Sort of hosting yeah, and, and being and a effort, bit more jovial. as well. She's they, got one sort of setting, if you will. The reason mm. they thrive and why I'm a celebrity works so well is because they they sort of thrive off the crew laughter that's been there since day one, yeah. where the crew you can hear the crew audibly laughing at things that are going on. Uh, uh, I, I so suppose this all we, takes away from the actual celebrities. Yeah, I was just going to say, what do we yeah. think of the campers this year? I think I personally like the fact this year but they aren't sort of positioning anyone to win. I mean, the last three years, no. they've had these younger women, you know, Vicky, what's her face, and Toph, Pattinson. Scarlett Moffat. Luke, who, who's, who's caught your eye so far? Who's, well, who's I, 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 think, I think generally it's, the, it's one of the nicest groups 
Yeah. They've ever had. I mean, it's early days. We're only on as we record. Noel Edmonds hasn't come in yet. Exactly. I'm, wait, I'm yeah. waiting for Noel. I think but I might I, start watching when Noel gets in. But I, I just really like it. I think Ang Hegarty's been in the news a lot, uh, speaking about autism, and I think her struggle has yeah. been heartwarming and, you could see that and fascinating her to watch. Task, you know, her yeah. sort of trying to comp. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Compartmentalize. Yeah. Com- compartmentalize each each different thing and just thinking about it and and you can see that and it is real it's i mean i feel that she's one that they are focusing on but for all the right reasons for the right reasons yeah also harry redknapp seems to be getting quite a lot of screen time gary you're happy with that he's full of stories and he's he's you know he he, he's not an entertainment personality he is just entertaining you, you he's know, got yeah. a lot of life experience, and I yes. like the fact that he said he's going to change the dunny every day because he hasn't yeah, got a sense he's, of. He's very honest. I can't cook, you know. I'm rubbish, yeah. and you know, he, yeah. and he's not. I think in another context, some of his things might come off as a little misogynistic. You know, I don't cook, I don't clean. Mrs. Redknapp does that. It comes across as quite sweet. Of like, yeah. I, 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 you know, we all know our strengths and weaknesses. I'll do the dunny because I can do that. You know, it, it doesn't come across like that. Um, I like Emily. And, 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 I really and, and like Fleur. I Rita Simons is coming off quite yeah. well. Um, and they again, like, there's not a bad one in the back. I think there's I, a couple of dull ones. Malik and Saeed yeah. um, and... Um, the bloke Fleur. out the vamps. But it's not sort of them getting on, making it a bit dull like it did two years ago. with the, like Because they all got no. on then, you know, like Scarlett Moffat but, and Carol Borden. But they've Borden got things Lamp. to say this year, which yes, I think is good. Yeah, they've yeah. got interesting I mean, backstories, I yes. suppose. And the they've all, there's no reality TV personalities. I suppose Fleury's maybe, but she did have a career after it's that. It's a talent she's, rather than a yeah, rather than she's a celebrity. Not a, yeah, and she's not a, you know, she she's not just from the X Factor, like when they had Jake no. McGee. On the other year, in um, my opinion, yes, I, I'm going to look forward to it. I do think the show needs a protagonist, and I do think that Noel will do it. He is a strange old fella. A protagonist or antagonist? Uh, or antagonist. antagonist. Sorry, I, I, I think they will they will bring him in as camp leader, like they did last year with Ian Lee. I think they. Will I, 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 I think I think Joe Barrowman wants to be the camp leader, but that's well, yeah, he already yeah, is. But, well, <laughs> I think there are some strange things about Noel that I think are going to come out that I, I think, think we may have all seen before in bits. But I, I think, think it's going to go... be a clash between Noel and Noel's. Oh, I don't know. You, Let's I'm hope so. I've got to back Nick, haven't I? Just, just to the same. You, you, um, I think I don't know. Who, we've got to put a prediction in. So, you, who are you predicting, Nick Noel's to win? No, I can't say Nick Noel's to win. Um, I would. I, I mean, I'm, I'm swaying between either the governess or Rita Simons. I'll stick with my side. I'll go. With I'm going to go with the governess then. I can't pick yet, but I will pick. You know, not uh, in well. The you next can't. Podcast. The day talking before of, the final. Talking of pick, so that's ITV um, weeknights. Night, I miss uh, ITV hub. Gary, Danny, John, Jules left Strictly the other week. Yeah, I know. I was disappointed. There was a, a, a rather sort of strange, weird thing about him being aggressive or shouting at his yeah, partner. Yeah, they did seem and... to sort of throw him under the bus quite quickly, did didn't they? Bit. We want to get rid of Danny John Jules. He was bottom of the pack the week before, but he stayed in. Let's say, you know, he's, his partner's hara- he's being harassed by his partner or his partner's being harassed by him. Yeah. Then we get him in the box, then we can kick him out. And then he doesn't appear on Strictly It Takes Two and he might not be on the final. The BBC seems to have weird. done some sort of patchy job on him. I don't know if that's because he left Death in Paradise, but it feels like they're really sort of 
throwing him under the bus a little bit. They needed to get some more publicity after the Sean Walsh yeah, thing. Yeah, it, do, it does feel that way. I can't see anyone really winning outside of Ashley at the moment. I think either Joe Sugg or Stacey Dooley's going to win. Well, my problem is is that she's just going to keep motoring on with scores over 38 and 40. Yeah, but it's in the final. It's the, the public who decide. The public oh, I see. Is it totally the public in the yes. final? Then I will change that. Sorry. It's going she to be Stacey be final, Dooley or Joe Sugg. I think she will be, yeah, in, the she'll finals, be in the final. You're right. The if it's a final, public vote in the final, then I can tell I... you the final four now. It's Ashley Roberts, Vatoza, Joe Sugg, and Stacey Dooley. Uh, Do you know what they've done there, I, folks? I think Graham's they've just done the, the chance of getting. They've in just there, done a quickly strictly on me without me yes, even realising. Yes. Put it in the middle, then he can't oh, talk. Can't edit it out. We'd love to hear from you. Drop us an email: custardtvreviews at gmail.com. Let's um, change tacks and talk about the interrogation of Tony Martin, which was a strange beast. And one Stupid. when I was sort of putting together the list of what we were talking about to put on our Twitter, I'd sort of completely... I was like, I'm sure there's another show. And I've watched it, and I can't no. remember it. This is done by... Um, David Nath, there we go, who did okay. things like The People Next Door and The Watchmen and The Murder Detectives, which me and you really loved. Loved it. And um, the most recent thing I remember him doing was that weird thing with Indira Varma and Luke Treadaway. Oh, if I'd have known so, that, I wouldn't have bothered. What was that even called? That's how bad that was. Yeah, und- unspeakable. Unspeakable. He specialises in these sort of documentary drama type you know blurring the lines a little bit between the two and this starred steve pemberton as tony martin who um for our younger listeners because it happened in 1999 um was was a a farmer in or is he a farmer or did he just live on a farmhouse he lived lived in his old grandmother's farmhouse yeah. yeah and um there was two people burgling his house one night and um, he shot at both of them and killed one of them, a 16-year-old called Fred Barris. Uh, this takes place sort of during the police investigation. It is completely based on um, things that were taken. They call it verbatim interviews, don't they? So it was word for word what was in those interviews is what Daniel Mays and Steve Pemberton... Yeah. So, yeah, so that's basically, as you say, it's a verbatim drama. They're doing bits that from the actual police interviews. You hear other witness testimonies as well sort of scattered throughout. Um, I'll throw this one to Luke first. OK, very, very quickly from me. I got to about 15 minutes in, and I will give Steve Pemberton uh, marks here because his performance was really transformative and really good. But I always hate docudramas because i think why am i watching it's there's no point to this at all and all but i got to the end and i'm glad i did because Mm. you actually saw the real tony martin and what he admits in the end was really quite chilling but i felt extra cheated then because i thought i wanted an hour-long documentary with him not watching daniel mays read a script that was just written what a waste of everybody's time sorry complete waste. I, I, I tend Gary. to agree with that statement that actually what I got was a bit of a documentary and a bit of a drama whereas I actually would have preferred a bit of both. I remember the story very well. I remember the controversy. I remember it being discussed in the Houses of Parliament which they very quickly related to in the clips and, mm-hmm. I, and I do remember this being a big thing but I, I mean I don't really remember much of the story after that and there obviously is quite a bit. You know, They revealed that he never went back to the house and 
you know, he, mm. he, he did. There was quite a few incidents that happened in prison. Again, I, I agree with Luke. I would have liked to have heard more about that than actually seeing actors, however good, read out a script. To play devil's advocate here, I do agree with both of you, but I, I don't know where you would go with an hour's documentary just focusing on him. I think, as you said, that revelation... I can't even say that word now. Revelation at the end. Yeah. I don't know if you could have had that, you know, for an hour with Tony Martin. I don't know what that documentary would have been. I echo your sentiments, but I don't know what that would have been. At the same time, this there was nothing about this that felt particularly televisual. It no. felt like a play that I was watching. Yeah. You know, for the most part, there was just like three or four people at a table talking. Mm. I mean, it's an interesting subject, and maybe there could have been a documentary about it, and certainly... Maybe it was something to do with Tony Martin being that volatile a personality that they didn't yeah. trust a whole hour about him, focusing on him. Well, you, you, um, either, you either do that or you do a drama about the whole thing from beginning to end. Yeah, You don't I just agree. do a drama yeah. with, with the police interviews. I watched it purely for the sake that I'd, I'd asked you to watch it. It was on the podcast menu. And I'm somewhat glad I did because those last... Eight or six mm. or however many minutes were really haunting and well done. The rest of it was a waste of I time. Feel I feel maybe BAFTA nomination for Steve Pemberton because he was very maybe. good. Maybe he's very good, but Daniel Mays was just was, there. Was Daniel Mays? Was Daniel Mays? <laughs> Although saying that, no, no, because he did. He was very good in Mother's Day recently, Daniel Mays. So and yeah, we do he was, like Daniel. He actually did a performance in that rather than he did a little desk. performance. He did a performance rather than Man at Desk. Uh, pick of the week, we look at the things Ooh. worthwhile in the week then. Good luck, everyone. Um, I will take the obvious one away from you both, and I apologise for it. The final one of Louis Theroux's old stakes is on next week. Sorry, this Sunday. Getting a week ahead of myself. This Sunday on BBC Two at 9 o'clock. This is called Take My Baby, and it explores adoption in the in California where women hand over the babies to adoptive families for money. Uh, basically at birth. That's on Sunday at 9 on BBC Two. I really don't know. No, well, I don't know. There, there's, there's a couple of things that I think... Uh, there's there's the drama on BBC Two, Death and Death Nightingales. And, Nightingales yeah. and, and the title does not intrigue me, but Matthew Reese and Jamie Dormer are two good actors, yeah. so I, I might give that a go. The write-up doesn't really give you much information. No. You know, a, a story about betrayal, deception and revenge. I mean, you know, I don't know. And it's, uh, who's it by? Alan Kubert, Kubert who, yeah. who did the, the fall. Um, um, uh, Vic and Bob's yeah, Big Night Out. That. There you go. Vic and and for me, just to show how much Channel 5 have changed, 10pm Wednesday, Curvy Girls. Well yeah. <laughs> Documentary oh, series that. going behind the scenes of a plus-size modelling agency. Yeah. I might as well pick something. Um, yeah. Is Kidding, which we reviewed on a previous podcast a few weeks ago, the Jim Carrey um, oh, yeah, that sounds that is on Thursday at 10.40 on Sky Atlantic. And if you heard that podcast, you know what we think of it and if you should watch it. If not, you yeah. can find that review on YouTube, I would imagine. On YouTube, yes. Yeah. Yes, so that's the end of the podcast. Luke, what's on the site this week? On the site this week, there will be a uh, a rather large piece on uh, the Sky Atlantic show we talked about, My Brilliant Friend. You can also read reviews of um, The Haunting of Hill House, which is a show we haven't discussed. Uh, that's on Netflix. Have you watched Some that, people... Gary, at all? No, I haven't, no. Uh, we um, could do that for next week if you want. Also, continuing reviews of Doctor Who every week uh, from Will. Uh, there's pieces on The Good Place, Dark Heart, and, of course... 
on Blood as well. If you want to are, read, are, up are you more still? What is anyone doing? The Apprentice? Are they? Is anyone? Yeah, I'm know? still watching it. I, yeah. I'm, uh, if you just assume it's a comedy, you enjoy it a hell of a lot more than <laughs> I have been. Yeah, don't assume it's about business or anything. I just yes. can't do it anymore. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, so Bye. that is it. Visit us. <laughs> Visit us yep. on the website whenever oh, you get the chance. Yeah, custardtv.com, custardtvpod on Twitter, custardtvpodcast on Facebook, um, at custard, um, no, custardtvreviews at gmail.com, yeah. iTunes, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify. We're basically everywhere. You can reach us anywhere, anytime. It's we'll come to your house if you pay. Yeah. We will, yeah. Open your window be... and shout and we'll be there. There's a um, four top song in there somewhere. But, yeah. <laughs> all right, then take care. Bye. 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 Rate and review us wherever you find us. Search The Custard TV on YouTube, iTunes, and Facebook. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.